1: what's up you guys welcome to the October 23rd edition of the rotor world fantasy basketball podcast I'm Mike Gallagher we have gone through our first week of the season I'm just gonna go out come out and say it wasn't the best week uh, ever I've been in uh, we'll talk about that uh, the bad news the good news Sunday mr Earl Watson uh, and a lot more it's uh with me to do so is dr. a Steve Alexander what's up man
0: Nothing, man. Just uh, wrapping up a long weekend of baseball. Ten-year-old baseball, as usual. That's all I do.
1: Um, Let's get the depression stuff out of the way early. Um, There's so much stuff that's going on right now. There's so many guys that get hurt all the time. And then Milos going down. If you listen to the pod, we talked about Hayward already and Lynn, I really liked and all that, man. But it's so Aaron Gordon, Dennis Smith, I don't know, like all these guys that we loved. Miles Turner. Miles Turner, yeah. Miles Turner is the number one player per game in nine cat, because he went off. He had what twenty one fourteen and four blocks with efficiency, and um, Whiteside too. Whiteside was number three, I think, per game.
0: I own, I own him too. I mean, my my teams, my all my teams lost because. It, half of the half of them were injured for most of the week Like it, it's really hard
1: i got stomped on like everywhere i don't think i i don't even think like in category leagues i think the best i did was like three six it was it was so bad so if you listen to this podcast you're probably feeling it too but we're good we're gonna go over some guys you can pick up um we'll try to kind of warn you on guys not to drop and whine talk about a lot, a lot of other stuff But we, and one team, if your team's not, if your league's not too deep, and even if it is, there's some still people to pick up from this Hawks-Nets game. And like we've been saying, um, young players on bad teams, but the the Nets aren't going to be that bad, I don't think, I'll just say that. But this game, there's so much fantasy value in this game. Um, Let's start with the Nets first. Um, They made a good lineup decision. They went with Karis Vert in the first unit and pushed Crab in the second unit. So that means uh, a couple things are going on there. You're tight pretty hard there, Steve. (laughs) <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> like punching the keys they're ready to Ye- talk some nets get excited um okay so really top to bottom I mean there's so like I guess the the easy pickups I mean I, I saw people ask me about picking up uh Rondé like pick up Rondé man Rondé is so he's so he didn't have a foul trouble today uh he was only 9 still I mean foul trouble in 19 minutes still went 9 and 7 with the steal like it's fine um like he has to be owned everywhere. Another Alan Crab has to be owned everywhere. I think Karis Levert has to be owned everywhere. Uh, I would say Damari Carroll off, is awfully close to having to be owned everywhere. And then there's like another tier down. How do you feel about those guys? When you want would you dare
0: want to rank them? Well, I just I just posted waiver wire uh, about five minutes ago, so it's it's out there, and uh, there is a lot of Brooklyn in that in that column. And all out. the all the guys you mentioned, you didn't mention Trevor Booker. No, um, I, yeah,
1: Trevor Booker's. I I thought he was owned too. I assume that everyone picked him up by now. He's been good every single game.
0: Yeah, he was like fifty percent. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy how many how many guys are are out there, especially just from Denver. I mean, from Brooklyn. Um, so I, I don't know that I really want to rank those guys. It's interesting because yeah. right now Crab is the guy that's owned the most. Um, out of those guys, where Karis Levert's kind of down low, but now I think they're probably going to flip-flop. Like, Karis Levert is, in my opinion, like, super hot pickup right now. Yeah, well,
1: they're going to even out because uh, Crab's ADP slash pre-draft ranking were a lot higher, and he he had kind of, like, Levert was the one that really benefited from Lynn going down. We knew, we knew Crab kind of had his role, I, th- I thought he did, solidified for, you know, 26, 27 minutes, where Levert was looking at probably, like, 18, 19 and now he's looking at like 30, 32, and he is healthy. He looks so good. You guys have listened to this podcast know how I feel about Lavert. I mean, 16-6, six, four, uh, four assists, three. He could steal the ball. Him and Dennis Smith Jr. are two guys that jump out to me that that little, what lo- looks like a hopeless wing pass just to reset. Those, those passes get stolen so much from Lynn, I'm sorry, Lavert and uh, DSJ. But yeah, I, I love those guys. D'Angelo looks so legit. His turnovers are an issue. But 10-assist game. I think it's his third uh, ever double-double points assist. Um, and Damari, man, like, Kenny Atkinson is the Damari whisperer. He, he's, he was great in Atlanta. Well, he was, like, a fourth-round player, I want to say. Kind of like Otto Porter. Like, the, before Otto Porter was Otto Porter,
0: there was Damari Carroll. Who did, they basically uh, did the same thing. And I drafted Damari at the end of almost all my drafts. Uh, him and Jermichael Green were my guys. Of course, Jermichael Green got hurt. Yep. Um, but... Uh, I got the De- Demara Carroll a lot and I- I'm pretty happy about it. I-, I was I was fired up about the Atkinson in the union um so yeah the-, the nets and i I also own a ton of shares of uh d'Angelo and he looks awesome, and he's one of the only guys I'm not even gonna say it because I don't want to jinx it, but <laughs> he's balling.
1: yeah, I was just th- you could have probably had a draft where like every pick you drafted someone got hurt like there's a chance of that like you could have drafted. Chris Paul like at 12, Miles Turner at 13, Hassan or like maybe probably Hassan Whiteside at 13, Miles Turner, DSJ, Aaron Gordon. It's legit. Your whole team. Someone out there probably has. Cause what what was it? ESPN said that um, someone had Spencer Ware. Like 2,700 people had like Spencer Ware, um, Julian Edelman, and somebody else. I forget that they were. Oh, um, Cameron Meredith. Like, there's probably like four or five people that are just so ruined right now i'm almost i'm like halfway there but um anyways anything else you want okay so like we said Din not legit i love Jared allen uh a few things excite me like Jared allen checking in does uh four blocks three of them were highlight of the variety i've got them all on my twitter um seven six wingspan very gobert s two inches shy there freak athletically he had a he got switched on the schroeder isolation just Step for step, over top, swatted. I love Jared Allen's. The like, if your league's legit, he's probably my favorite under five percent owned guy. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but I love Jared Allen.
0: Um, did did you um did you replace the uh, twelve by twelve uh, picture you had framed of Boban over yeah, your bed Boban's, with Jared Allen?
1: <laughs> Bob, I have I have both in the thirty man, and it's it's cool. That's what I do, man, and. I had people I had people in my mentions, and I'll come out and say it right now, like, oh, why did like all these guys bust? First of all, it's two games. Second of all, and I said this when I was doing my pod, I shoot for upside. I'll, I'm fine going 50-50. I'll do that. If five guys blow up and five guys suck, okay, I will pick up five other guys. That's just how you do it in basketball to me. It's the same with football. Like, upside's king to me. I don't know. That's how I've always drafted, and I've always done pretty well.
0: Right on, Usually. man. Usually, so I don't know.
1: You're Ryan is the opposite. Like, Ryan is, like, I just want to play, I just want to take a nice high floor guy that's going to get it done, and he doesn't really pounce. Like, where are you at? And Jonas, Jonas is like me, too. Jonas is, I want the young, I call it the mystery box. Like, you're you're kind of in the middle, huh?
0: I don't know, man. My My team I'm looking at right here where six guys are currently day-to-day injured. But it's Rudy Gobert, Dennis Smith Jr., Jamal Murray, Norm Powell, Miles Turner, Aaron Gordon, Brandon Ingram, Josh Richardson, yeah. Alfred Payton, Willie colley Stein. I mean so, yeah. those are all those are all upside guys and I don't I'm not I'm not the guy I don't draft a lot of Dwayne Wade and, and Carmelo Anthony no. and you know and slow and steady to me is kind of boring. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather take a risk and, yeah. and try to try to shoot the win
1: Yeah, and I've had people ask me like, would you drop Dwayne Wade for Karis Levert? Like, yeah, I would. That's me. I mean, do I think Levert? Do I know Wade has a higher floor? Absolutely, but nah. And like someone asked me, would I ra- would I drop Greg Monroe for Jared Allen? And I said, yes. I, I, that's just how I am. Like, and by the way, one, we'll get to that later. Oh okay. yeah. So much there's so much going on here. Um, I think we're good. Let's see. Like I said, we love Ronde. Joe Harris is gonna be sneaky if you're like a twenty teamer. This again, this team is gonna shoot so many threes. Like I could see Harris being nine points, one steal and two threes. Like that's that's top one fifty kind of value if he shoots the ball well. He also said he wants to shoot forty percent from three. He's stroking it right now. I think he's like over fifty. Super small sample, but um yeah, he's yeah, um, over fifty. What is that? Oh, yeah, just a little bit, just a shade over fifty percent. So it's
0: legit, dude. Um, what are what what are your thoughts on our boy? Uh, our our two minute hot, uh, hot guy last year was uh Terry Rozier. What do you think about him right now?
1: Um, I still like Rozier. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to play him. Um, they're gonna play Marcus Smart at the two slash three a lot. So so Kyrie's not Kyrie can't play forty minutes. So he'll get that. He'll get those minutes. He'll get thirteen ish minutes at shooting guard. So you're looking at twenty three, twenty four minutes as a baseline, I'd say. Um, when Marcus Morris comes back, we'll see. But I mean, yeah, he should be he should be held. I think in, in most formats. Yeah, I like uh, if I, if push comes to shove, though, and I see Lavert out there or Crab out there, I'm probably going for those guys. I'd hate I would hate to make that decision, but like I said, I I'm just so high on the Nets, and I have been for a year now. Like whenever, and that's why I was so high on vert and he kind of fizzled out. But again, this team is just so potent. When you're number one in pace, and you shoot it the way they, when the way their offense is built, like it, it just runs so deep. How many guys are going to have value
0: on this team? I played uh, Karras and Crab in FanDuel today, and it oh, won see. me some money.
1: Yeah, man. They can go. And again, I always say this, man. Don't worry about being on the bench. Who cares? Especially like Norman Powell. He played almost all of his minutes with the first unit guys, with Lowry and DeRozan, and he's been a little disappointed besides a hot little five-minute stretch. I'd rather him be on the bench, to be honest. Like, look at C.J. Miles. C.J. Miles has been really good. I think he's, like, top 50 yep. um, before today. So, All right, let's put, I guess, like we said, I think Jared Allen, if your league's legit, he should be owned. Legit deep, maybe like 130 guys owned, I think I would pick him up for sure. Um, I'm not picking up Mozgov. I, I think Mozgov's a ticking time bomb for when he's out of there, like, um, I'd probably set Thanksgiving as the date when maybe even earlier man I don't know when do you think Jared Allen takes over I'd probably, I think Thanksgiving is a good day
0: uh, that's that's fair that's a month from now I'm, I'm good with that
1: maybe sooner though man he's just he's such an energetic guy and the same for
0: John Collins man I mean yeah. he's gonna take over he's gonna take over for Deadman here he has to be th- on everywhere Thanksgiving too
1: he has to be on everywhere Um, like I, like I said three weeks ago I don't know many guys that are, are like, you can just tell the way he plays. He's like, I want to be the man on every single possession, whether it's grabbing a rebound, slamming a dunk. He almost yammed on my boy Jared Allen, too. Um, Missed it. But every play, like, his mode is so high. Uh, So, yeah, John Collins is, I I don't know, I would hate to rank, like, Karis LeVert versus Collins and all that, but, like, find a way to get those guys on your roster. Like, if you listen to this podcast, pause it for a little bit and, like, make eight two-for-one offers or something to clear a roster spot. Um, and Dwayne, Dwayne Dedman should be on, too. Um, he's shooting threes. He's taken three threes today. He's taken, I think, three or four in the previous games as well, so it wasn't like a fluky thing. It wasn't like laying the shot clock. Oh, no, one other one. He made it. So But Dedman should be on, too. Um, again, not a big high-minute guy, but he can block shots. Kind of like a, an older version of Jared Allen minus the threes. Jared Allen's going to shoot threes in a couple years, by the way. I, I don't doubt that. Um... What else pickups wise? Oh, uh, let's talk about the injury today. The big injury today was Malcolm Delaney. I'm sorry, Ma- Na- Malcolm Delaney's replacing Dennis Schroeder. Uh, rolled his ankle, stepped on our boy Karis Levert's foot. Couldn't put any weight on it. Uh, sounds like he's going to miss at least a couple games or more. Maybe f- maybe more more than four or five. So I'm not sure this is going to work. Um, they've got a couple options. They can go. You, they're going to start Delaney. I would say. But Delaney's been in the doghouse a couple times. Um, we've seen Josh Majet get minutes. Um, they have Dorsey as well. They have Isaiah Taylor, who played last minute at Garbage Time. He's a point guard. So it's going to be that Majet versus Isaiah Taylor. In our 30 team, I picked up Majet. But if you're in a, I mean, I guess i pick up Delaney if you're in, like, a 16 or a 14 teamer.
0: Yeah, it would have to be deep.
1: Yeah. My 12 team that's, will be on, like, 180 guys runs pretty deep rosters. He got picked up. Oh. Yeah, I'd say probably like 150. If yeah, so it depends on how deep it is. But yeah, all those, like, about, all those other. Like, I'd rather have Jared Allen for sure. Or... What about
0: be- Bellinelli, man? Yeah, he has to be owned there.
1: Too. He has to be owned. I say. Um, again, with the um, DeAndre Bembry injury, just really made Bellinelli a must grab. Uh, if you need, especially if you need three pointers, um, he's definitely a 12 teamer for me. Yep. Uh, I think Mescal is worth a look Low upside So I, I'd probably rather have Allen uh, Tareem Prince has been a little disappointing uh, I'm not worried whatsoever He's probably their best player um, So he's going to His minutes going to go up I'm not worried Uh Bazemore's getting shots I think he's fine urson uh, has been down And really John Collins stepping up so much Has hurt him uh, if, if I'm not mistaken He didn't get any center minutes today It was all off Ilya uh, Collins has played center minutes before But, yeah, um, I I can't imagine. What was, did you see Collins' ownership percentage when you wrote up Wired? It's got to, it should be like 99, but... Uh, Collins. Don't worry, Uh, I'll guess what you're looking it up. Um, I I still think Baysmore's fine, and that's kind of it. Anything else?
0: Nah. Yeah. Uh, Collins is 30%. (sighs) Got to get the podcast. Now, going. that, I did, I ran some of the percentages, the ownership, uh, last night, so it could be a little higher than that, but it was, as of last night, it was 30%.
1: After today, it has to be in the 60s, man. I mean, when a guy goes 14 and 13, this wasn't garbage time related either. Like, he, to be fair, he did have, the he had the last possession dunk, and I think he had one more that was garbage time, but he still had a double-double before it got to legit garbage time. Like, he's... He's easily their best best bench player, probably a top four player already. He's so good. Um, we spent so much time on that. Do you want to talk Wolves Okay, see, The best game of the day, but I mean, there's really the only fantasy impact here. Like we said in the preseason, man, Gorgie Jang is not playing power forward at all, and he's like he's not. So I don't I don't know what you want to do. Like I, you can't. I mean, they went small. They went uh, Wiggins at the four a little bit today. So I I don't. I, I don't know if I would cut him. I, I mean, all those guys, all those Nets I mentioned, like if you have Gorgie Jang in your team and the Crabb, Crab or whoever, um uh, Allen, I probably I probably would do that.
0: But um but, hey, well, Col- Col- Collins is owning 32% of Yahoo Leagues right now.
1: That's going up tomorrow, man. It it ha- it better get over 50 tomorrow after the game today, right? I would think oh, it's got it. It's got it. Where were you at on Jang? Do you think Do you think that Tibbs will bump that? I mean, they're two and one. They're playing pretty decent, I guess, on offense. Not so much defense. Do you think Jang will put power forward?
0: I, I'm not. A, I'm not really a, a big Jang guy. Yeah. Um, and especially since your boy Todd Gibson is getting so many minutes. Yeah. You know, Taj Carl, Carl Anthony Towns are going to eat up so many minutes. I just. And Jang's the odd, odd man out. Yeah,
1: Jang is well, Jang is Cat's backup. Like, could there be, could there be a worse person to back up in the NBA? No. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this guy hasn't missed a game yet, um, and he plays huge minutes. So I mean, I don't. I and it's not like Tosh has played really well. Tosh had a plus twenty one today. Like he he's such a key piece of that team. Like we saw we saw this before with Tibbs and playing Bielitsa at power forward more than we expected. But that's Nemanja Bielitsa. That's not Taj Gibson, Tibbs' boy. Um, other than that, um, we saw I've seen Carmelo's minutes by himself have gone up, staggered from Paul George and Westbrook, so that's something to watch. Uh, Westbrook was awful, but he closed extremely well uh, in this game, uh, made a lot of shots, made five threes. Um, so wor- any worry about Westbrook is there. Yeah, Paul George is taking a ton of threes. It's, those are really my only takeaways. All right. So, moving on, uh, we'll talk some Pelicans and Lakers. I mean, Pelicans, we kind of know the deal. We saw Jameer Nelson get 24 minutes out of the gate. And I think that's legit. Even when Ronda comes back, I still think he finds a way to get minutes, whether it be from Etwan Moore, who's Fuego. Uh, eight of nine with three threes for 19 points. Can't do much better than that. Juha.
0: Um, you know, it's it, you know, what's funny, is in that round table. Uh, thing we did, I said one Moore was going to be the waiver wire pickup uh, guy, and uh, it was funny to see him go off tonight. But yeah. I, that was a that was a really bold prediction. <laughs> that
1: one three pointer with like mid like five minutes left in the fourth, shot clock running down, Lonzo closed out, and that was onions right there. That was very nice. Um, I mean, we know the deal. Like Anthony Davis is insane. Seven uh tw- seventeen boards, twenty seven points, three dimes, three blocks, three steals, and a three, nine of eighteen from the field, eight of ten from the line. So you got uh only well, three turnovers. So you got a eight cat line, emphatically eight cat line right there. So he's he's and this is what we thought he was gonna do. You know, we knew he was gonna ball out. But guess what? He took hard contact in the lane and he took a Larry Nance elbow to the face and he was hurt, so you you had a couple times, and you were cringed a little bit, man. This is just Anthony Davis. You're not going to really necessarily enjoy. You'll enjoy the numbers. Like, if you're an Anthony Davis owner, don't watch the game, you know? <laughs> and then afterwards, like, oh, look what Anthony Davis did.
0: And, you know, I've never loved uh, DFS, you know, FanDuel more than I do right now because all my lineups are so banged up. It's nice to be able to go out there and grab Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins and, Giannis and just let them roll because you know they're healthy. When uh, your your my real teams are also hurt; they're no fun to watch. So that's
1: true. Like no draft busts or injuries, like they say in the commercials. Uh, all right, let's move on. Lakers. There were some serious wrinkles I want to talk about. They went first of all, Jordan Clarkson in the first games without without KCP. That's a big issue. He played zero minutes at point guard, none. And now I want to say he played like ten. Something like that. So that's no. He killed. He had 24 points. I think that's good. Like I was way down on Clarkson, and I still kind of am. Um, I thought Josh Hart was really impressive, both on defense and he had a plus 21 in 15 minutes. So um, I like what Clark did. Clark did. I'm sorry, Hart did. Um, and Joyce Randall, he he really turned it around. Um, best game by far. After there was concern he would was frustrated and all that. So. Uh, if you have Julius Randle, it wasn't the best line, but you're feeling a lot better about yourself. And KCP was outstanding. Um, so, yeah, all those guys, uh, except for Hart, um, should be owned. And, by the way, Camla, I drafted Hart in the 30-man, and I had to cut him for somebody. And I thought someone picked him up, so they must have dropped him. And then Camla just picked him up today, so I'm kind of mad about that. Um,
0: Larry Nance has has gotten worse uh, each game he's played this year. It's true,
1: it's true. So, what do we I mean, that's because Julius Randle was just so good today.
0: He was good. And Nance only played 15 minutes. Uh, he he was in a little bit of foul trouble. I'm, I'm not worried about Nance. I, I think Nance is the guy uh, out of the three power forwards, Kuzma and, and Randall. But that's a three-headed monster, man. I don't know how they're going to find enough minutes for each one of those guys to be consistent. And I think it's going to come down to whoever has the hot hand mm-hmm. that night is going to get the minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, that one lineup they went, they rolled with pretty much to close. There were some substitutions here and there, that Lonzo, Clarkson, Hart, um, Kuzma, and Randall. Like that was their like that. Brook Lopez only played 18 minutes tonight, so that's I'm not worried there either. By the way, but that's just the way the game went. That lineup got hot. I mean, you look at their bench numbers, like I said. Well, they markers.
0: were they were down so so big. Yeah. Um, and how about Alonzo, man? 8-8 and 13. That kid can play. Yeah, he can't shoot. Like he's, and this is, I'll save this.
1: Like, he's not doing that well fantasy-wise because he doesn't shoot the ball that well, you know? Yep. And the defense isn't that good. His turnovers are going to be high, so.
0: Dude, he was minus 24. Yeah.
1: I was i was almost surprised they brought him back in. And they probably shouldn't have, actually, because they made their momentum when, he was, when it was Hart and Carson at the point. Walton probably should have let them, keep going, let them roll. Alright, so we're good there. Okay, so I do want to talk about Earl Watson. This, If you've been following me on Twitter for the past like day, 24, 25 hours, you've probably seen me tweet all sorts of bad stuff about how the Suns are. Alright, so I'm going to play this thing for Earl Watson. Um, pretty much after the loss, he was asked about the youth and how he felt about, the I mean, you just lost by 42, so with that in mind, yeah, I, I was just shocked at how casual he was. Okay, so here
0: you go. Uh, we knew with a young team, one of the youngest teams in the NBA, you knew it was going to be adversity, but the, the part that's most disappointing is that the lack of uh, unity, I feel like, in, in a certain possessions or every possession. The guys love each other, but it's the selfless acts that really take you to another level of, in any team, whether it's a veteran team or a young team. But our margin for error is so small. We don't have the luxury to be distant from each other. We are together. Right
1: like, I heard that. I'm like, yo, he's gone. That, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't really think anything of it until kind of after. And then I, I, I started tweeting out some stuff from it last night because I had to go to bed. And I was like, once, and then the, the thing that really got it going was Eric Bledsoe. The I don't want to be here tweet. That was every. Um, the, Jody Genesee, uh, jazz writer, he had a picture of Bledsoe photoshopped in the DMV said, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Wow, That was great. Um, but yeah, that, that was, uh. so where do we begin here? I, I'll ask you before I go crazy and I'll compose my thoughts. What, what's your impressions on, uh, Watson? I'll add to set you up. Uh, Jay Chirano is going to be the interim coach. He was, in his three years as a head coach, he was 12th, 13th, and 14th in the NBA in pace. Obviously, way different factors here um, with personnel and just a bunch of other stuff. So, I mean, do you, do you have any fantasy analysis from this move? <laughs> I, I have a lot, but I'll let you go first.
0: Well, I was uh, at the baseball field when I, when I saw the notification. that.
1: Oh, and by the way, I, was, I texted you something about Watson that I was transcribing, and I was like, oh, he's gone. I texted that to you. And then, damn, like a minute later, the
0: Woj thing hit. It was great. Sorry. This is true. That's a, that is, I heard it from you first. <laughs> um, I mean, this whole – the Suns um, are such a disaster. They were under Watson. And they're still going to be a mess. Uh, they're so young, like he said. But um, they, it, like TJ Warren and Eric Bledsoe and uh, Alex Lin – and Marquise Chris have all been so bad, but I think we bring in a new coach and we go in with a mindset of let's play the kids, let's develop them, let's teach them how to play together. And like this Marquise Chris, Chris thing is really hard because so many people want to drop him because he's been so bad. But I, I mean, we're, we're one week into this thing and I, I just think we got to give him a little more time because You drop Marquise Chris, and two weeks from now, he's dominating. Um, It's sort of like the people that dropped Jay Ajayi in football last year after week four, and they blew up in week five. I just think you got to be patient with him. Put him on your bench and wait for this thing to get turned around because they have to play these kids.
1: Okay, I've saved this bullet enough. I've wanted to use this bullet like five times. I'm using it now. So as bad as Chris has been – He's been better than someone that everyone thinks going off this year because this person that's been really, really good is really, really bad in three areas and blocks are so valuable. And steals are two and threes are two and that's why we like Chris because he's going to bring the defensive stats. Chris per game has been been better than Ben Simmons. Okay, so like people who are like, oh, I want to drop, I want to drop, I want to drop, I want to drop. I'm like, chill, dude. He has, there is nobody else that unless you're spending a top 20 pick that's going to have one and a half three Two block upside It's not out there You're not gonna pick that up You're not Like you can't get that From anybody else That late in your draft That's why we liked him We still like him for that He's still hitting threes He's still blocking shots He got hurt yesterday He was playing well yesterday Chill out with Marquise Chris Seriously Like I am <laughs> that, You have no I seriously Like I'm, I'm like, oh, I was getting so mad Every time I looked at my mentions It was like Oh should drop Chris Should drop Chris like, oh. Like, fine, drop Chris. I mean, don't, don't like, don't drop Chris. Like, what are you
0: doing? <laughs>
1: I'm going to spend a whole offseason researching guys just so I could drop him after two games when the coach is clearly mishandling him. And case in point, he just got fired. This guy is running out a five-man starting lineup, 30 minutes used, minus 48.2 net rating. I, if you don't know that stuff, I can't even explain how bad that is. It's just, like, you. Ca- I can't even do that. Like, that means, in, if you don't know what that rating means, it's per 100 possessions, so that means if you run that lineup out for a full game, it's losing by 48 points every time. So,
0: like, that's not good, <laughs>
1: man. So and they keep running it out. And, oh, we need, to, we need to get unity together. You guys love each other. Like, shut up. Your team is getting rolled on every single game. What are you doing? And, like, oh, God. <sighs> it's just the whole John <laughs> Wins. I, I, was, I was so mad when I heard that quote. Like, you can't be that. You can't be the nice guy all the time. Your team gets rolled up like that. And that's probably why, like, um, Devin, Devin Booker said it felt like five losses in the first game so it's I, I okay okay let me calm down so other stuff that was interesting the Suns are dead last in assists per possession they are 29th and their defense is just terrible like DFS we're just gonna pounce on them until Triano fixes it hopefully he doesn't because we love that so they're um, dead last in spot-up shooting they're on 1.3 points per possession That's including turnovers. That's just insane. That's like going in Steph uh, Steph Curry without turning the ball over. Um, uh, There's just so much going on. So, really, what what the. And then the Bledsoe thing, too. So, really, if you're in a deep league and I'm in a couple deeps, I picked up Mike James in a couple. um, And we're not talking. I'm talking my 12 man that's deep. Um, So, I'm watching Mike James because the the Bledsoe thing is interesting. Mike James is outplaying Tyler Eulis. Tyler Eulis has been out of the rotation the last two. He played Garbage Time. So, that's something to watch.
0: Um. Tyler U- Tyler Uless has a per of minus eight point nine. <laughs> yeah, he's minus
1: fi- minus fifty four point six net rating. So he's worse
0: than that starting unit, and he's he's just so bad, man.
1: Um, and like Earl Watson is, besides the stuff I already said, you're down and you're trotting out. So okay, you want to shoot three pointers, right? And you want to play fast, right? But you want to rebound the ball, right? These are really important issues. And he played for seven minutes. He played a three-guard lineup of Eric Bledsoe, Tyler Eulis, and Troy Daniels. Like, Ullis can't shoot the three. Bledsoe can't shoot the three. What are you doing? Why? Why would you do it to yourself? Like, I just—he just doesn't. Like, I don't know. He's—he's like, he's a great guy. I get that for sure. But he just has some questionable moves, man. Um, and like, you got like Tyson Chandler is terrible, by the way. Like he—he's like, aged like five years.
0: That's why I'm all about Alex Lynn, and I got, yeah. I, I, I drafted Lynn in a lot of a lot of two center leagues late because Tyson Chandler is almost as old as I am.
1: He's he aged hard. He must have had a bad. He must have. I don't know what he did, but he did not look. Dude,
0: good. he play, he plays for the Suns and Earl Watson. He probably just chilled out all summer.
1: Right. I mean, they sat him down for the whole second half last year. What do you? How do you expect him to come out, right? Like, you sit a guy down for a whole half or a third of a season. It's not technically half. Well, how do you expect him to look, right? Like, it's not like riding a bike. You're playing NBA basketball.
0: This is one like, of the greatest son's rants I've I, ever heard. I'm
1: so mad. I, I All <laughs> you guys got me riled up about Marquise Chris. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I, get, I get mad whenever I see something. And like, like I said, that quote last night, I just... I can't like. Don't talk about unity, man. Talk about how you can't rebound. Like you can't. You can't be that guy in that spot, man.
0: Well, see, and the other thing about you is, you know when when the the when time is up, like Boban, you're like, you got to cut Boban. I. Yeah. This was yep. a mistake. It's not working. They're not using him. So it's not like you stick up for all your guys. No, no, no. Um, you know that friggin. Marquise Chris should be owned and not dropped by anyone, and um, I, I agree. I, I, the the best thing that could have happened was for him to get a new coach.
1: Absolutely, yep. And on, like I said, man, he was. If he didn't roll his ankle, if he didn't step on Blake Griffin's foot with like seven minutes left in the third, he didn't return. We would be seeing different plays. We'd be. We'd probably have eleven points, eight boards. A block he already had two steals and a three so you're talking about a line that would have shifted his value um big like he would have been from barely outside the top 200 to probably barely outside the top one like this guy is so good per minute now you don't do it like he's playing he, his roadblocks for minutes and by the way uh, another pickup i didn't mention Jorgen bender in deep league i would pick him up um he's played pretty well he's actually outplayed chris but chris was terrible in the first game so i think he's a pickup um Josh, Jack, I guess Josh, Jack, maybe Josh Jackson's a buy low. Um, Earl Watson. Not that it matters. He says he's going to turn the corner soon, so he'll be turning the corner for someone else. But uh, I spent too much time on this. Anything else you want to add? I think we got everything. Do you,
0: do you need to take your blood blood pressure medicine?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, I, I have I don't know, man. I I live in Phoenix. I I know this team probably is probably them and the Nets are two teams that I know inside and out. Like, whenever there's a Suns game on or a Nets game on, usually I'm like, yo, let me get that game. I got it. But, uh, yeah. I was just... And for year, like there. And apparently someone from the AZ Republic said, or I think I had that publication, right, that they complained about the inventiveness of the offense. And, I mean, their pass-to-assist percentage, which means... So, basically, the usefulness of your passes, that's like 29th and they'll pass year and a half or 30th. Like, they're just... Bad... They're, they're terrible in spot-up plays. Like, Anyways, we got to right, right? move on. All right, let's move so on. I can talk about this all day, man. Okay, so let's talk about the injury. We talked about Schroeder. Another one that killed me against the Suns. So, Milos is not good. Uh, he's He has a plantar fascia injury. They didn't call it specifics. He's out indefinitely. So, again, reading between the lines, I don't know this. I'm guessing. He probably tore his plantar fascia. So that's multiple months out, possible season. Uh, yeah, I mean his season. season's ruined. Yeah, which sucks. he was—he looks, looks so good, but so oh, man, it has got so sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a couple people ask about picking up Patrick Beverly. He has to be like if you're in like a four-man league, Beverly has to be owned. Um, I would say uh, the same. I don't—I don't know about Austin Rivers as a pickup, but I mean, and Lou Williams has to be owned All everywhere. Right.
0: Like, I think I think Austin Rivers is is in 12, 12 team leagues. I think he's he's worth a look. I probably should have had him on Wired.
1: Yeah, I think so. He's gonna. I mean, the thing I want to watch is does Doc Rivers because he's played him pretty much split shooting guards small forward. So now, do they slide him up to more straight two, and then give Wes Johnson and Sam Decker? Sam Decker's played more four than three. If I have that right, too. So that's noteworthy. So, I guess Wes Johnson's a slight winner there. Um, deeply... Again, another guy I dropped in the 30-man, which I regret. Um, but I make, like, 10 moves a week, so I'm going to regret, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah. There's not too much analysis. Like like you said, Austin... I'd rather have the Nets guys. Are you with me on that? Like the Verts yeah. and Crabs and John Collins and all those yeah. guys. Cool. Uh, good, then? Yeah. Uh, and then J- Jonas Valanciunas, he's out for... At least one game uh, They have I think a six game road trip And he's on the trip So he'll be game to game Interesting move He went down just before half With like a minute 08 Something like that And went to the locker room And they started Bebe Neguerre. He started He went from DMPCD DMPCD To starting second half And we saw him Put up nice numbers uh, And per game I think he's like top one top 25 now Cause he again, this is this is why I like Marquise Chris. Cause block shots, stat scarcity. So I don't know if I pick Bebe up. Depends again. He's not in that top tier, but sure. If you need a, a pickup, uh, they played four games this week too. I think. So yeah, if you need to stream a guy to pick up some blocks, I think you're get, I think you're going to get at least two games out of him. That it's weird. The ankle roll didn't look too bad. Like he walked back without much of a limp, unlike Schroeder. Schroeder needed to be carried off. So I don't know. What do you think? Uh, and then also Jakob So they're going to probably split it 24 24, I'd say.
0: I mean, it, it, without knowing the severity of JV, I mean, I, uh, not <clears throat> without knowing the severity, who'd you say went down? It, it was
1: Belchunas. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, for a second, I thought it was somebody else. Uh, Without knowing how many games he's going to miss, I'd have a hard time putting Bebe in a lineup.
1: Oh, uh, let, re- let me read the Toronto um, press. So they said, The Toronto Raptors announced Sunday that Jonas Valanciunas is out with a sprained left ankle. His condition will be evaluated on a regular basis and updated as appropriate. Valanciunas traveled with the team on its six-game trip, which begins Monday against San Antonio. And then they talk about details. That sounds like he's going to miss games.
0: He's going to miss at least one. Yeah. I like baby man, baby. Bebe, yeah. Baby's fun. Uh like DFS especially like one game.
1: Especially now with three blocks, three points per block. Yep. So, yeah, I'm down. And like I said, let me see how many games they play this week. They play Oh, but while oh, I do that. Um also worth noting, uh Ibaka hasn't played a minute at center. Uh which was surprising. That was kind of their after the playoffs and that was like the big talk. It was like, oh, Serge is going to play the 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 five now, and that hasn't happened yet. And then the other big thing that I want to talk about OG Enoab. OG, my boy. Uh, I love this guy right now. Um, he had three assists. He's just. I'm so jealous I don't have him in 30 man, but he's straight back up four now. Uh, he's playing all of Surge's minutes. I think he's going to climb to like 21, 22. They don't want to play Surge 30 minutes a night. So I like, I like OG. Not now. You're talking like 20 teamers. Maybe even deeper than that. But he's, he's a lot. If you haven't seen him play yet, Check him out; he's a lot of fun. Um, and I would still hold on to Norm. I would cut Norm for the Nets guys, but um, I still think Norm's cool.
0: You would cut Norm for for your Nets?
1: I would cut Norm for LeVert and Crab. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm. Like I said, I'm sold on the Nets, man. You're Norm. you're a Norm guy. I know. See, see, there you go. I'm not afraid to pick mm-hmm. up my boys. No, no loyalty in this game. But, uh, but I'm not gonna cut you if uh if I, for no reason, like, not because I like you. Like I don't like Marquise Chris. Like Marquise Chris isn't a great basketball player. Like that's just me doing my, my fantasy work. Like if I if I had to build a team, I wouldn't have Marquise Chris on it. Pretty sure. But like, he puts up numbers, man. So all right, I guess we're good there. So that's it. So like you're talking 14, 15 teams, Jakob Pirtle and Bebe. Again, depending on what you need. I think, I mean, Pertl had a good game. What was he, like 14 and 5 and 3 blocks, I think it was. So, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah. He's played the really best, well. The, the, I mean, the
0: percentage of people listening to this that are in a, in a league that deep is pretty low.
1: True. But, hey, if, if Jakob Pertle goes off uh, in San Antonio, you heard it here first. I, I got that stat line right. 14 points, 5 boards, 3 blocks, and a steal. 6 to 7 from the field in 17 minutes.
0: That's delicious. <laughs> So that's right. Boban. That's Boban. S dude, isn't
1: it though? <laughs> I would drop. I would drop Boban for Jakoberto in a heartbeat, man. Boban. I'm so as much as Stan Van Gunny is my boy, like not cool. I get when I go grocery shopping and I, and I see Diet Pepsi, I get mad now.
0: Dude, that's that's me and Willie uh, Hernan Gomez.
1: Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Let's just do that now. Okay, so we're going to talk... Oh, so uh, Nikola Jokic had a n- zero-point game. You should drop Jokic right now. Kidding, obviously. Um, are you, What's your level of concern on Nikola Jokic?
0: 0%? Zero percent.
1: Zero point zero repeating? Yep. I don't think i it zero. But I'm not saying, like, drop-drop, but, like, chances that he's not a top-30
0: guy. What do you say your level of concern is there? I mean, there's a... 25% chance that he's not top 30?
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. I mean, he's still, you t- if you take points out of the equation, which is a big piece, obviously, especially with how efficient he is, like, you're looking at 7.5 assists, 10.5 half boards, half a steal. No, you didn't draft him for blocks, but he can't shoot right now. He's 23% from the field. This guy is a career 55% shooter. So, like, he's not like Markel Fultz. He doesn't just forget how to shoot. So, so uh, yeah. You're, I'm, I'm with it. Probably, like, 20%. Like, he's fine. Um, sticking with the Nuggets. Uh, my level is, like, Murray had a bad game on Saturday, and his minutes were 20. And my level of concern actually dropped because in the first game... He, the big thing that scares me is they went no point guard for almost ten for like ten minutes with Gary Harris and Barton as the one and two that scared me that didn't happen on Saturday the reason why his minutes were lower garbage time. Mudier played the last seven minutes or no he played the whole fourth quarter excuse me because it just got to garbage time when he was in there so yeah Murray if, if you could trade for Murray right now I would definitely do that for sure actually. I may try to do that in 30 minutes, see if I can pry him off. uh,
0: off See, I'm more worried about Murray than most of these other guys. Um, He's just never put it all together for a long run. And I I just, I don't know. He's shooting 20% from the floor. Jokic is shooting 231. Um, Jokic will get that worked out. Murray, Murray will obviously shoot it better than 20%, but I'm, I'm just not sure he's as good as we think he is.
1: I don't know, man. I'm still like you're talking about not putting it together. I mean, it's April. 15 points, 5 five assists, four boards, 1.3 steals, 1.6 threes, 50- 45% from the field, made every free throw.
0: It's two weeks when the season's over.
1: Yeah, I know, but I mean, that team was healthy. They were going for the playoffs. So it wasn't like they were resting guys like the Suns were. Yeah. So it's true. And Andy played hurt. Andy played with a, a a groin injury, so like Andy earned the starting job. Like they they didn't hand him the starting job. He had to earn it, and it was more about fit. But I'm I'm not worried, man. Don't like I if I would hate to, if I had to drop like Jamal Murray for Levert or something like that, I don't think I would. But I would find like I said, I, if I if I'm in that predicament right now, I would send out like ten two for
0: one trade offers right now. Just, See, like, I would. I think I would cut. Murray for
1: Levert, boo. All right,
0: we'll hold you to that. Levert's hey, my boy. We're allowed
1: to disagree. Sure, I know. Levert's my boy, man. I was, I was on. I was like Jared Allen. I'm on. I'm on him early. My Nets man. Um, all right, <laughs> we're good. I guess we're good on yeah. Murray. Um, we talk. Want to talk about Marquise wet down? Have we covered that? I think we covered. <laughs> um, Avery Bradley foul troubles kept him down. Um, he's kind of been a letdown in DFS. He's been in great spots, had some pretty good matchups. Are you, what's your level of concern in Avery Bradley being called a top seventy-five
0: player? Um, I'm not too worried, but man, he was he was so in tune with what Brad Stevens wanted to do in Boston, and now he's playing for a different guy, your guy. Mm-hmm. Um, not anymore.
1: So, you bench Boban. You're not my boy anymore. Get out of here.
0: It could um. It could take him a while to get adjusted. I mean, we've seen Tobias Harris look like a beast. Um, yeah, but man. Tobias Harris knows that system and knows Stan and um, is sort of integrated into what they do. And, and I think Bradley's still trying to figure that out. But, you know, I think a month from now, Avery Bradley's going to be just fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at his numbers. They're, everything's down, not just the points. I mean, his assists are down to two. That's They should be a four. His rebounds—he was like I've said many times—he had more rebounds. Game than, yeah, he had more rebounds per game than the whole Celtics team at one point before he got hurt, and more than Marcus Morris. Like, sure he plays a drumming, but he's gonna get five rebounds, I would say. Um, he's only got 1.0 steals—that's low. Uh, he's only attempted 2.7 threes. That's stu- that may be the most surprising in Stan Van Gundy's system. Coming off a season when he made 2.0 at 39 percent, um, just off a of career high. Career high he makes obviously. And he's trended up. He's trended up every single year in his career 0.3, 0.8, 1.3, 1.6, 1.9, 2.0, and then now. So every year he's gone up. And now he's going to go bam. And also, he basically went up almost every year in attempts, too. So come on, dude. Like, he's fine. Another buy, another (laughs) buy, another buy buy low. Like, I I would say, level of concern, he's not top 75 player, not counting injuries. Like, that's lower than me than the Jokic question. Like'm I'm til I'm totally sold Avery Bradley's gonna be a top 75 player
0: like, yeah, I, I think I think he is too,
1: yeah, I guess if I add so a level of concern, Jamal Murray's a top 100 player, I guess to ask myself that question, uh I'd probably go like it's got I mean it's gotta be pretty high, but uh I'd probably go like 40 percent okay like a, like a month ago it was like five, so so uh I'm a, I'm a little concerned. Like I said, he's he's I didn't draft him for top 100 upside. I drafted him for top 20 upside. So, anyways, there you go. All right. Okay, so top five value picks, just super quick. I mean, you you have a computer; you can look this up. But um, so I guess who do who do you buy? We'll just do this quick. Who do you buy the most? That's been okay. So I I put five guys together that are just killing it for their draft day value. Nikola Vucevic. Killing it from 3 I think he's number 2 per game 9 cat Evan Fournier Again Aaron Gordon uh, And Peyton um, Will Barton as well Who's also sucking value off off my boy Murray um, Joe Jingles And Darren Collison Our boy uh, who, who do you I guess if you had to rank Who are you So like Vooch being a top 25 player Fournier being a top 50 player Barton being a top 50 player Jingles being a top 50 player Collison being a top fifty player, like how do you feel about those guys?
0: Well, Vooch has been crazy good, man. Like I don't even know. I don't even. I don't really even understand how it's happening. But and that's man, defense for one. He looks. He looks amazing. Um, I'm. I'm all on the, the Will Barton train, and he didn't make the wa- waiver wide column because his ownership's too high. Hmm. Um, but Barton. Barton might be. He, he, there's a good chance he can lead that team in scoring if they if they play him. Um, but so one I've, thing I'll
1: add to that, he's their only bench wing right now. They're playing him at the two and the three. That's huge. I love that. I like I said, I love guys multiple multiple position guys. That's so so big for a second unit guy. So yeah, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Uh, uh, I didn't write down the, the guys you said, so you you would have. Oh to. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. So we got those three, and then Collison and Joe Jingles
0: uh darren collison man i love it mm. um you know he him and him and uh george hill were available late in all my drafts and if i found myself in need of a point guard i drafted both of those guys in a lot of leagues and i'm i'm down with collison man i i think he's gonna be a big part of what the pacers do and um who was the other guy Ingles. yeah you know, somebody's blown me stuff already because I didn't have Ingles in the uh, waiver wired column. But he's owning like sixty-eight percent of Yahoo leagues, and that means he's not available very much. So I didn't, I didn't include him. But I mean, certainly, he looks very good for Utah, and uh, he's he might be the most underrated player in the league.
1: Like he doesn't do look at he's like a YMCA kind of a guy. He just makes smart basketball plays. His jump shot isn't like pretty. But it goes in, um, yeah. Like you said, it's and again too. Like there's besides Barton, there's a pr- and I guess yeah, there is. Okay, so besides Barton, there's a common thread on these guys. You know what it is? No. So, somebody's hurt. <laughs> Aaron Gordon's hurt. Rodney Hood's hurt. Miles Turner's hurt. But Collison. So if I had to buy who I like the most, I would go. I'm sold on Collison. Um, then I would go Barton if he stays healthy. Then I would go Jingles and Fournier like super close. Probably Edge Fournier. Cause Fournier is gonna feast, man. They run him pick and roll sets so much now. Uh, he's gonna, like, if you play DFS, play Evan Fournier until his price jumps to like 8,000. So, yeah, I'm pretty, Fournier's gonna just crush Wolf, uh, Alfred's out.
0: Oh. Hey, uh, Earl Watson, uh, t- Earl Watson, tweet just hit hit Twitter. Oh no, it didn't. <laughs> Are you serious? Thank you to my son's family, the Phoenix community, and everyone who has supported me through this journey. Life has unpredictable pivots that I embrace humbly and with great purpose.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was like, so where where was that? Well, you got it. That's pretty nice. <laughs> what is he supposed to say? That's pretty That's nice. It is nice. Like I guess He's a nice, he's a, he's a nice guy. He really is. I have no problem with him as a person. He's a great person. But
0: uh... I, okay, I, let's let's get back on track. One, I don't want to go on I, another Suns rant.
1: One thing, can I do one more thing?
0: Yeah, it's your show, bro.
1: I I love I love coaches that appreciate the net rating stuff, and like you know the coaches that are, that do this. Perfect example. So Luke Walton said he was going to change his lineup on Friday. So I hopped in, because he—he, you know when Luke Walton says that, he usually leans on net rating. Brad Stevens is another big guy that does that. Um, Terry Stotts also. Those guys look at that. And so when they made the swap with Brewer in, dang out, you could see, based on the net ratings, which lineups worked in the first game, like clearly that Brewer, Brewer lineup stood out. I love that, man. And that's what makes DFS so fun, is when you can use stuff like that and certain coaches and... I don't know. It's just... It's cool. I, I just like I love stats being incorporated into the thought process for coaches. And, like, Watson didn't really do that. He's more about the the fit, quote-unquote, not looking at, like, the encore presence of guys together and helping
0: and... Loving people. each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. But can, Billy, Be-
0: Billy Bean, baby.
1: Pioneer. Yep, yeah, it's true, man. Stats are everything. It's, love them. Um, okay, so we're, go- we're the mini... We'll rush through this waiver wire stuff. We talked about all these guys... One guy we didn't talk about, we talked about um, the Nets we want to pick up. Uh, Karras, obviously. We didn't talk about DeLon Wright yet. I love DeLon Wright. He is playing behind two guys. He's playing behind both Kyle Lowry. and, Like I said, bench guys, two positions. That is your number one checkbox for guys you want to pick up. And he's doing that. He could block. He could block like Josh Richardson at times, man. He's a really good defender. Steals are good. He could shoot the three. Uh, he gets in the lane a lot, so if he could finish at the rim, would be really good. Solid free throw shooter. All again, he checks every box uh, for a six man point guard for me. So I love him, man. Um, I would I would call him pretty much much a must grab. Yeah,
0: I know you love Delon Wright a lot. Uh, I put him in uh, waiver wire. I to me, he's a deep league pickup. Uh, you might feel differently. Absolutely, I feel it's eight,
1: team, eight teams he should be
0: owned. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling
1: you, he's going to be really good. Well, Kyle Lowry's
0: been really bad too.
1: Yeah, and the, the and by the way, too that that Philly game, garbage time, he did his damage before garbage time, so like that wasn't why he blew up. And he again, well, I guess Chicago, sure, because he scored the ball well, but like him and Norm, they just run the floor so well. Uh, and when they, do, when they have big games, it's because, like, when Old Depot went off in the first game, it's because of transition
0: scoring. So, yeah, man. I... My problem with owning DeLon Wright in a 12-team league is who do you cut? I mean, you drafted guys. Marquise Chris. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people have cut Marquise Chris from DeLon Wright. You know what? Yeah, I, I,
1: I want to see – I bet you – I, I want to look this up. How many people have cut marquees, Chris, on the on the transaction? Mm. It's gotta be pretty high. Mm. Um so what let's see, what it's else super high. Yeah. So what else um are you so I'm trying to think who else we could talk about here. Oh yeah, uh, okay. So he's actually not the most dropped. Where is he at?
0: He's not most, but he but he's um he's up there. Like if you look at oh man, it's football.
1: Oh, it's available players too, okay. That's I hope I pop up here. I got it right here. Hey, I am pulling up right now, too. Oh, there he is. Oh, wow. So, he got dropped in Yahoo before today, mind you. So, this is going to probably be in the 4,000s or something. He got dropped 2,279 times yesterday. Dude. Wow. So
0: that's- Marquise Chris in ESPN Leagues. Where'd he go? I lost him. Oh, there he is. He's, he went from 68% ownership to 65 so he's only owning sixty five percent of ESPN leads. Yeah,
1: it's gonna keep dropping, man. It should trend up now with this uh, coaching change. Hopefully, Jamal Murray is getting dropped like crazy too. So.
0: Yeah, Jamal Murray's on that list. He's only forty five point five percent owned in yeah. ESPN right now. He's getting dropped
1: more than Marquise Chris is. He's at twenty five hundred. I'm sure. I'm sure a couple of you guys out there listening to this have made that move.
0: Dude, I may make it later tonight. i got to go through 10 lineups tonight and, and get ready for next week and try to patch together the, these injury holes. And I hope Jamal Murray makes the cut. I, I don't think I will drop him. I don't want to drop him. but Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. Mm. <laughs> All right, what do we got next?
1: Um, our, uh, I think Jaren Grant's going to have a good week. Uh, I think Jonathan Simmons is going to have a good week with Aaron Gordon being dinged up, so I think those guys should be owned. And then I threw it together a quick under 5%. percent uh, i talked about most of these guys. Jared Allen, obviously. I think Brandon Wright's sneaky. He didn't play any power forward minutes in the last game, so that concerns me a little bit. But he's Boban-esque where he can block a shot in like 12 minutes. So he'll get you probably 9, 5, and, and 1.5 on good percentages. So I like him. mentioned Dragan Bender. mentioned Mike James, the sneaky sneak. Uh, and then and Purdo and Bebe for, for the deep cuts, as they say in football, the football podcast. All right. all right. Good. Anything
0: else? Uh, no, I mean, I, we've covered all those guys pretty pretty thoroughly tonight. I think we're good.
1: I think so. Um, yeah, anything else go down injury-wise tonight? Uh, like, I'm always assuming, every time I watch a game, I'm like, please don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt. It's been brutal, man. This whole starting the season early totally backfired.
0: Yeah, this has been the roughest first week I, I ever remember. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so we're out of here on that, you guys. Happy lineup setting. Check out Steve's waiver wired column. Pick up DeWan Wright and don't drop Jamal Murray. Don't drop Marquise Curtis. <laughs> um, and um, I, I might, I'm going to listen to my Earl Watson thing. I must have. I don't usually get the heat. I'm usually pretty mellow. But uh...
0: nah, I thought it was fun. Uh, I'm going to go add Jared Allen to waiver wired yeah. yeah. as soon as we know. Fear the Fro. And I may throw some Spencer Dinwiddie in there God,
1: too. Dude, put the whole with Joe Harris, throw Joe Harris in there. Everybody. Kenny Atkinson is uh, anti-oral. I love Kenny Atkinson. Another guy. And one more thing I want to say about. It. One more thing I want to say. <laughs> like I, I appreciate the coaches, man. We bash them. I'm, i I. Like I love Kenny Atkinson, and we hate. Like we hate Terry Stott so much for hiding stuff, and Popovich, and uh, they're smart. They know that It's like playing poker. You're not going to, like, play poker and, oh, look, I have the the jack of hearts. Like, you're not going to do that when you play poker. Uh, so what's the, what I think is cool about Atkinson, and I said this on Twitter, like, it's almost like he has, like, a chart in his head of, like, what lineup to use in a certain situation. And so in the first two games, he used, I think, 30-something different lineup combinations. And they didn't have garbage time really until late. So there was only one lineup there. So, like, he substitutes so much in certain spots and – doesn't play Rondé in this spot. i will play Rondé in this spot. Doesn't play um, Quincy AC at the four in this spot. i will play him in this spot. Like, it's just so cool how he just knows his team so, so well. I just, I love that. You got to. All right. So, but we, <laughs> I wanted to end on something positive, you know? I'll just down stuff. So, all right. You guys, take care. Enjoy your week. We'll be back on Wednesday for the DFS pod. And thanks for coming out, Steve.
0: All right, man. We'll see you.